While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch. Others rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. And it just so has that one of my friends adopted a Yorkie Terrier last week. His name is Hiccup, and he's as happy as can be with his new pet owner. And a few trivia points here for you. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animal shelters and rescue groups? Also, the unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. So if you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You don't know the power of the dark side. I have a tender spot in my heart. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. What about deck and breakfast? I have an army. We have a Hulk. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. This is a tasty burger. I'm telling him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the Star Wars sequel. I'm joined, um, as always, by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, and I'm also joined from the Cinemania World page. We have Alex. How are you doing today, man? Uh, it could be better because I saw Playmobil. I made that mistake. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I'm not... I made I made that mistake. I was really hoping Dwayne and the World Show would just like question me more on it because I would be like, no, like, because you know how like down I was at the beginning of that. Right. Show. <laughs> I was just like, I was just. Like, uh, he was like you? tweeting us from inside the theater. He's like, yeah, this is like the first movie I've ever walked out on. So what has yeah, yeah, Harry Potter uh, become? Yeah, yeah. Oh I, my I, god. I, yeah, I'm literally like, I'm 25 years old. First ever movie I've walked out on. I'm like, walked, oh, I, man. I, I walked out in the last 20 minutes. I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. And then I read, I read the rest of the plot summary on Wikipedia. And I was like, yep, I was right. Um, so, okay, so w- w- what was it about really, really quick? Cause I'm genuinely <sighs> curious. Okay. So basically it's, it's a giant ripoff of the Lego movie. So it starts off as live action. Oh, these, okay. this, yeah. The, these two siblings, a sister and a brother, their parents tragically die and then it flash forwards like four years later and she's trying to preach to the brother not to have fun and that he can't go on any adventures which is a horrible message to preach to kids uh, and then he goes into this toy convention called toy con he touches one of the Playmobiles and they oh both God. get zapped oh into the world of Playmobiles. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I think you've heard enough. You know, you're fine. That's... Wow, all right. So uh, that was our review of the Playmobil movie, everybody. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Um, but no, it's all right. Um, but yeah, so uh, my name is Christian, by the way, everyone. And before we begin today's uh, main topics, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, 
and anchor and you can also follow us on instagram because we have an instagram now which i caved on uh, a few days ago and our twitter all at film optics and optics optics is spelled uh, o-p-t-i-x so uh let's just dive right in man we're just gonna be talking about everything star wars and you know the, the new movie rise of skywalker it's it's all ending next week well, I can't believe it. Well, yeah, well, at least the Skywalker saga, but I'm just, I'm baffled. I, I figured, you know, we'd take a trip down memory memory lane here and just talk about the previous two movies, because uh, originally I was thinking, you know, maybe we should, like, hop on the, you know, let's review all eight movies, and I really sat down and thought about it. I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't even think yeah. Devin has access <laughs> to... I'm actually, <laughs> on my YouTube channel, I'm actually surprised I have time for it, because, like, I, I filmed my reviews for the first six episodes i'm i'm almost done editing episode five and then i still gotta film my one for episode seven and then episode eight as well and so i'm like i'm actually like i'm like surprised i'm like i'm making more progress on this (laughs) and then you gotta do the bond movies but that's oh (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's a lot of fun but yeah, Devin yeah. and I have just pretty much been. Uh, I think we both we both rewatched for Force Awakens and uh, the Last Jedi within the past yeah. few days. So La- yeah. Last Jedi is a very hot topic. Uh, it is a very hot topic, and we're going to be talking about especially, that, especially recently. It just came back. Yeah. Got, oh my gosh, dude. It's. I mean, of of course, everyone's going to be hopping on the hate train. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. But it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me either. And I got a hot take. It's my oh. favorite Star. It's my favorite movie in the saga. This Ooh. is true. This is true. He's told me this before. So, so it sounds like we're on the same page where we don't hate it. That's good. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I asked Alex to come on, and he's like, I'm not going to get my head ripped off for liking The Last Jedi, am I? And I was like, <laughs> no, mate, you're, you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> like, trust me. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know, man. Devin, like, really hates this movie. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you guys have both seen, even on Facebook, anytime I post something, Thing, last jedi on facebook like you're brave I, you're a brave soul i don't understand yeah, i know you are like i'm i'm it, like i'm i'm like trying to like think of like what to do for like my thumbnail and i'm gonna put like the last jedi a flawed cinematic masterpiece and i'm gonna be like come at me internet trolls sometimes like, like even on like youtube you have to like throw that bait out there just a little bit because you know people are gonna bite like yeah. it, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, we, when, when me and Devin did our Aquaman review when that uh, came out, um, we got like an early access screening to it through AMC, and we were like mm-hmm. texting each other the entire <laughs> movie because we both just didn't like it. And then there were so many people on our YouTube comment page, and they're like, "Oh my god, how'd you hate this movie? You don't understand. You don't know shit about film." And blah 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 blah. And oh, I was like. Yeah. Same thing happened with the, uh, the Golden Globes last year, and we didn't really care for Rami Malek, but it is what it yeah. is. Um, but I guess let's just start by talking off with The uh, Force Awakens, and then we'll get into Last Jedi, and then talk about our hopes and uh, predictions and what have you for uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So uh, really quick here for people who actually don't really watch Star Wars or just now getting into the uh, series, uh, The Force Awakens was produced and co-written by J.J. Abrams. And it is the first installment of the Star Wars sequel trilogy, uh, following up the story of uh, Return of the Jedi, um, the seventh, seventh episode in the nine-part quote-unquote Skywalker saga. The release date was 2015, December 18th. Director J.J. Abrams, and it made 
uh, over $2 billion U.S. dollars um, in the box office. And I believe it is ranked one of the uh, one of the higher grossing movies of all time. I think it's in the top five, I believe. But um, this was right after, you know, Disney's purchase um, from, you know, Star Wars production Lucasfilms, as we all know. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, one of the smartest acquisitions ever made in corporate America. And this, uh, well, this is the first Star Wars film we've gotten um, in 10, 10 years. So what, Revenge of the Sith came out. 2005. 2005 yeah. yeah, so 10 years. It, it's been 10 a 10 years. year high like, hiatus and receiving a 93% of Rotten Tomatoes. So um, I guess just want to ask you guys both really quick. When you found out that they were continuing Star Wars after you know Disney had bought the uh, rights, what were your initial thoughts? Um, I guess let's start with Alex really quick since he's our guest. When, <laughs> when, Dis when Disney bought him? Yeah, like well, I guess like what were like your first like initial reactions and I well I inevitably I knew there was going to be a new movie. So when they when they announced that there was going to be a new movie, um I was a little bit skeptical um cuz I was like I really don't know what to think of this. And then I, and then I was thinking to myself I was like why would George Lucas like sell off like his product, like his baby to Disney? And I was just like, there has to be a huge reason for this. So that was a little bit skeptical when that happened. And then when they announced that the movie was coming and then they announced that the original cast was cut or I think they casted uh, like Ray and Finn and Poe and all that first. And then they announced that like Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher are coming back. And I'm like, okay, okay. Now I'm getting on board with this movie. And then we saw that first teaser and I was automatically pumped. I was ready for it then. And then we got two more trailers. That final trailer for The Force Awakens is still the best trailer I've ever seen. It's I amazing. would have to agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it just got me pumped. Like, just, just seeing Han Solo there and the music playing, he's like, it's true. All oh, of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just goes into the... You see the Knights of Ren in the rain. I'm like... Holy fuck! Right. Now, bring it on. Yeah, I got you, De Devin. Uh, what about you? Your initial thoughts when you're first? I just, I just figured I'd bear the question for you guys before we do a little bit more of a deep dive, just to you know get a sense of what everyone was feeling. So we were in high school when they announced Disney was buying it, right? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was yeah. funny. It was, it was funny. Everyone was like making the joke. Oh, Zac Efron and Miley Cyrus are going to be in Star Wars. It's going to be so dumb. Hey, I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> High School Musical yeah. in Space seems like a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely the initial reaction. Everyone was just freaking out because Disney. But then, obviously, as the trailers came out, and those cool-ass posters, too, yeah. when those came out. Star Wars definitely this poster. Definitely got excited. Yeah, yeah, it was it was insane because you know, it, and it came out of nowhere at least for me because as soon as I heard that, um, you know, George Lucas, I was like, man, like, a he's either hurting for money or two, he just doesn't care about this at all. Um, and mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, you know, it it kind of made sense because I mean, it, even for like we're we're all um what prequel children because i'm um, or alex did you see the original trilogy before you saw the prequels growing up uh i don't 
think so. From what I remember, no. Okay. I I know I know I never got to see Phantom Menace in theaters because I I was too young. I was only five when that was released. But yeah. I mean, I I remember. I mean, maybe I did because we had because we had the uh, we had the original trilogy on VHS. So maybe I did. Oh, I God, just VHS, I don't know I, that like, word. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's ancient. Not available on VHS and DVD. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember I was so mad though because uh, I wanted to see Phantom Menace so bad, and like DVD was relatively new at the time, mm. and so and so when it was released on VHS, I was so dismayed to learn Phantom Menace wasn't on DVD. I had to wait like had to wait like five years for it to come out on DVD. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I I saw your opening crawl for uh, was that was yeah <laughs> that was the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I was like, that was actually really funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because did wait did did uh, did did your uh, parents show you the original trilogy before, or did you just? Not I, I, I didn't. I didn't watch the original trilogy until after the the prequels. Okay, yeah. So pretty much same with me. So yeah, so we're we're all prequel kids here. So it's like yeah, we we have a different look or a different uh, point of view or outlook on you know these Star Wars films, and it's just I don't know. Like when when like I saw Force Awakens three times when it came out. I saw it. I did too. I saw it once. Um, I can't remember if I once was it me. Devin, we we went to go see it, didn't we? Yeah, with yeah, my dad. yeah. I was was that the first time? Because I think, oh my gosh, I think Zootopia was coming out around the same time, and they showed that trailer with the sloth, and he was just oh like, my oh my, <laughs> I was literally bawling my eyes out because I thought it was so funny. But yeah, I saw it with Devin um, and his dad, and I yeah, that's right. First time I saw it with Devin, second time I saw it with my mom because she kind of wanted to see it. Um, mm-hmm. To see um, uh, Harrison Ford, and third time I saw it with some cousin. I just, I just love The Force Awakens. It is, it is in my top five of like any Star Wars. Probably honestly within my top three because it's just, it's so freaking good. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's like a new hope. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's right up there for me. It's, uh, I think it's number four for me. Um, they like uh, yeah, change every I, year, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. My, mine's pretty much stayed the same. But I'm the same way. Like I was, I was there, and I was like, you know, like I mean, I get the argument. It's a little similar to A New Hope, and they kind of played it safe. But I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a remake of A New Hope, right? Yeah, but it's like in in I I would de- I definitely agree. Um, it's just I don't know, like when. When Devin and I saw it, I was just I was just blown away, and it's like, you know, me me and Devin have been talking about this for a while. Like literally, you know, all the Star Wars stuff is coming back, and I guess now more people are saying that the prequels are not as bad because it's like it's like the prequels were out of style. Now they're in style, then they were out, and now they're in style again. And p and people are just gonna hate on the new trilogy because it's because it's because it's newer and it's not the original trilogy, so they're gonna okay. be like, oh, the prequels just aren't that bad anymore. Right. So I, I guess bear the question. So Devin and I've been, <laughs> been going back and forth. We we have different viewpoints on this. Are you more uh more of an Anakin guy or more of a Luke guy? Luke. Oh, I don't uh, know. I, I'm I'm a Luke guy too. So. Yeah, yeah. I, the problem, yeah, the problem for me with Anakin is, is like I would probably be an Anakin guy if he was more portrayed 
in the way he was on like the Clone Wars Clone TV Wars, show. Yeah. Yeah. If he if he wasn't just like I killed them. I killed them all. But that's just the men. I hate I hate sand. It's so coarse. It's rough and like it's all rough and here. Okay. I hate like I appreciate Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, but I hate Attack of the Clones. My least favorite. A lot of people do, and it's so weird because I mean, yeah, it it does not look the best. Well, the CGI is. Very rough. <laughs> very, yeah. very rough. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, eventually they have to show Anakin falling in love and getting married because how else is he going to have children? Um, and I yeah. think you had said this, um, Alex, one of your reviews. I think it was, it was in Revenge of the Sith that um, I, I think it was that they should have started Anakin off as, you know, with Phantom Menace is more of like, a teenager right. and then yeah. because it's like we we know who he is and i think right. that's the problem with star wars um as a whole is that you know we we start in like the middle of the pretty much the huge climax of of between all three trilogies which is episode four, excuse me uh episode four five and six and then it's like oh let's let's start in the middle and then we'll fill in all the plot holes later because I, I read somewhere that originally George Lucas did want to make nine films, but you he know, did. So it's yeah. like, how how do you how, how does that happen? I mean, as much as I love Star Wars, there are a lot of plot holes. I mean, there's a lot of plot holes with a lot of great you know um, stories out there, but right, I, right, like like something I've never understood. Like I mean, Phantom Menace, like how Anakin's just created from the Force because he's a midichlorian. That's an aspect I've never really understood. And then Attack of the Clones, this is a big reason why it's my least favorite, is that, oh, yeah, I thought Jedi weren't allowed to fall in love. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Well, you see, and yeah, so um, I've been, you know, bet- between playing, um, you know, uh, Nice of All the Public 1 and 2 over and just looking up a lot of things uh, between... Uh, just doing a little bit more research that I haven't, uh, that I've been meaning to do for a while. Cause I know um, there's a comic that um, Palpatine essentially impregnates uh, Shmi. So that's mm-hmm. how, you know, it's, it's quote unquote, he kind of willed the force into existence. I think it's the same with Ray. Cause we don't know a lot about her. And right. I think that's totally fine. Cause Maybe, maybe the force did just will itself into existence. Mate, like I don't necessarily know if she's a Skywalker. If she is, that's cool. Um, if not, then that's fine too. But it's mm-hmm. just, I, I, that's what I liked about the force. There was so much mystery and you know asking all these questions, and that's really what J.J. Abrams is really uh, what's known for when it comes to uh, his his mystery uh, side of his writing, but. I don't know. It was just, I mean, Ben, you have, we get Ben Solo. I really wish we got more of like the Knights of Ren. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought we were going to get more of that in the last Jedi. doesn't, doesn't really bother me as long as they're, as long as they're given justice in episode nine. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Um, something I really love about the force awakens is the fact that, I mean, maybe not fact, this is just opinion, but uh he's like these are facts it's been nothing but facts (laughs) (laughs) um the way i look at kylo ren is that he's more of like he he idolizes vader so much that he's a poser 
and that's what I love about Ooh. that character. Like he just wants to he wants to be Darth Vader because he wants to be like the all powerful being like his father or his grandfather was. So he's just like I idolize him. Like you can even tell too because the mask is kind of modeled after Vader. Yeah, uh, he, he's got. I mean, if I mean Vader the was voice. all robotic. And, yeah, the <laughs> voice. Yeah, and uh, and like you and then I love in um. I'll talk about it when we get there too. Like the last Jedi, how they kind of flip that over, and it's like let the past die. It's like okay, well, like maybe I shouldn't be idolizing him. But that that's what I loved about Kylo Ren in the first one. I think a lot of people probably had a lot of problems with because it's like oh well, there's too many parallels and similarities here to Vader. But at the same time, I feel like that's the point of Kylo Ren in the Force Awakens. Like he's yeah. supposed to be like that because he thinks he is. Darth Vader, like he idolizes him so much that he he's like he's just he's in the like ah uh, what, like what's the word I'm looking for like he's just in the mindset and like probably like tr- has like that thought trapped in his mind. He's that much of a psycho, basically. Right? That, yeah. That, he's just hypnotized. Like, yeah. I was yeah. gonna ask you, Devin. What, uh, what were your thoughts? Oh, you know I love my thick boy Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that thick mane, man. Like Adam Driver. Everything, is everything about him is thick, man. Look, look how old. U.S. Are. Marine, man, veteran, <laughs> crazy. And just he goes into the movie business, and it's just—he's blowing yeah. up, blowing up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd say as far as Force Awakens goes, I, I I love every new character that they introduced for the most yes, part. Me, me too. And especially the actors that they got to portray them. Like no one knew who who um Daisy really was, no one knew who John Boyega was. But they come into this movie and they have so much charisma. Yeah. You just like fall in, you fall yeah. in love with them immediately. I fell in love with Daisy Ridley when I first saw yeah, when I saw Force Awakens, I was like, Who is she? She's beautiful, she's amazing, she's just Marry wow. me. <laughs> Seriously, marry me. I'm like, hey, we're the same age, it's all good. You know, and she even yeah. like created a new hairstyle. Fucking yeah, lovely. yeah, and I really yeah. I love I love her score. I love her hairstyle. I love everything about her, and I really hate it when people say that she's Mary Sue because looking. I back, don't understand that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because even looking back and rewatching Force Awakens, it's like okay, yeah, it um, but like it's it's like okay, how does she know about the Force? How does she know about the Jedi mind trick? But like. That's those are the questions we're supposed to be asking. And like when she's yeah. facing Kylo at the very end, she's not like she's kind of holding her own, but she's kind of just wailing around her lightsaber. Like she doesn't yeah, really know you how see to it. Like you see him swinging it, and then you kind of see her like trying to stab him at times. Yeah, and she's she's literally just like flailing it everywhere, and it's just like okay, clearly she doesn't really know how to use the force all that well but it's it is called the force awakens and obviously the force has awakened within her for what reasons we do not know but mm-hmm. i that's what i that's just what i really liked about it and then han solo dying spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen yeah, the movie. It's, it's funny yeah. i had i had it spoiled for me before i saw the movie i think i told you <laughs> I was playing Rocket League and someone's name was Han Solo dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's how I figured it out. Literally, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's like uh that's like both Dwayne and I got uh, we uh we found out Tony died in Endgame before we saw it. So no, like, did you that really? Sucks. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry that that got spoiled. <laughs> no, like that really does suck because I think someone 
like I think my my roommate indirectly spoiled Infinity War when he said Spider Man dies, but like oh, he was yeah. just he was so kind of just very indirectly. Well, yeah, as in like he he was talking he's he's because he saw it before me. He's like he's like man. He's like I bet you Spider Man dies. He's like my buddy said that he saw it. I was like yeah okay whatever. And then I mean I still felt you know sad that Spider Man. I was like. Damn it, he was right. But no, that really does suck <laughs> that you find out. <laughs> but it's it really did like I'm so sorry that that you found out that Tony dies before because that I know. I mean, like obviously they're you know they're cap wielding you know Mjolnir and whatnot, but man, that that really does suck. And yeah, I, I, I hate spoilers, man. I'm just trying to avoid the too, like, rise of Skywalker as much look, as I can. Like, like, that's the thing like they release like a good chunk of the soundtrack for rise of skywalker and I then like, somebody somebody leaked the title so i was like nope staying away from that no seriously dude like <laughs> yeah don't because like something within that you know it, it, it oh my god i just hate it because anything with merchandise because for the longest time you guys remember when um my god what was it, it was some kind of disney um Toys to Life video game that they had like all the merchandise you got for Force Awakens. And Disney Infinity? I think it was. Stuff? And then Oh yeah, yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, and they were talking about how oh how uh Ray and Kyla were like cousins. And I'm like, why does she have to be related to someone? Why does she have well, to be they, related yeah, to that, Skywalker? That, that's that's the thing too. And then everybody was like, Oh, like Finn's related to uh, Lando, I'm like, is like, so we're just gonna assume every black guy in the galaxy is related. There's to only two Lando? <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> yeah, Lando, got, by the way. Lando and Finn, <laughs> and the Mandalorian introduced a new one too. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Lando Calrissian, first black man in space. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> damn, even out here, <laughs> even out here, really? <laughs> we're scarce. <laughs> It's like how did, there's no one really okay. I mean, hey, there, there's a lot of aliens, so that's actually, that's a pass for Carl, me. When Carl Weathers popped up in uh, the Mandalorian, I was like, oh my god, it's Lando Calrissian. I was like, wait a minute, no, that's Apollo Creed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo, what are you doing all the way out here? Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Seriously. So yeah, you know, I saw that movie you were in. Like, wh- wh- how? Can you you want to explain yeah. all this to me? If uh, Palpatine is back in nine, you got to explain how you're back, Apollo. Okay. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how they're going to tie Palpatine into this. One of me my too. one of my well, one of my uh, the friends who kept commenting on my Last Jedi thing. Um, I guess we'll just segue into that as well here um, after this. So he was, I think he, he kept, you, you know, that, um, oh my gosh, that article, it's, um, oh my God, we've got this covered. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust them. <laughs> he was, got this covered. He, yeah, it's, it's BS like 99.9% oh, yeah. of the time. But he I, had, found, I, I found that out shortly before you even knew that they were BS, like, like I literally found out like a week and a half before you. Everybody's like, "Yeah, don't trust." Me. Yeah, and that's I was like, "Oh my god!" And I see a lot of people keep posting about it, and I remember Tyler saying, "Yeah, no, it's complete BS." I'm like, "Okay, there, there's no reason <laughs> not to trust Tyler, and he's, you know, he's very <laughs> outspoken yeah. against that stuff." But someone was saying that he was he, had, uh, my buddy, he had mentioned that there was like, um. They, they, there's like six different endings 
to uh, Rise of Skywalker, and they were I trying. Hi- I highly doubt that. I was like, what? Crack. Even if there are was, it's pretty common to, to test different endings. It is common, and also they did the same with the thing with Game of Thrones season eight. They they uh, purposely made multiple endings so that the actual ending wouldn't get leaked. That's if, what they're doing with um, the new James Bond movie too. They're, yeah, they don't because it's Daniel Craig's final one, so they don't want the that and to get they just don't trust people. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, exactly. I like, don't who, blame them at who all. Knows? Disney could get hacked, and then we just have the entire script of Rise of Skywalker. Out Whoa, tomorrow. I mean, John Boyega already, you know, <laughs> left yeah, it in that dude, hotel they're, room. They're, they're lucky that didn't get fucked. No, seriously, like, I think his career at Disney might have been over. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, been... they still hire Mark Ruffalo, so. Yeah, that, 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 is about that. that is true. Him and um and Tom and, Holland. And Tom Holland, oh, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. my God, they spill so much stuff, and it's like... <laughs> Wow. I remember I remember I remember when Mark Ruffalo was on like all the talk shows at night and he was going around like spewing fake uh, and Don like, and Don like, I remember Don Shield just getting so pissed at him for spoiling yeah, the yeah. ending. Yeah, Ru- Ruffalo was going around on like um what do you call it? Uh like talk shows at night. He was just coming up with fake titles for Endgame. He's like, Yeah, and Avengers, the last Avenger, everybody's like, Wait, is that the title? Yeah. That's <laughs> funny though, to like kind of throw him off, but Yeah. And then I remember Zoe Saldana did it too. She's like, yeah, we did this in Infinity War. And then when we do this in Infinity Gauntlet, and everybody's like, wait, is that the title? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, what was, da- not Daisy Ridley, uh, Maisie Williams kind of did the same thing for Game of Thrones, but it was more of a uh, April Fool's prank. That yeah, it I made remember it, that. I think she was on uh, Jimmy Fallon when she she went on and was telling all telling them all about season eight she pretended that like oh crap you know i just gave away the ending they're like ah, gotcha i thought that was yeah. very very clever that was clever yeah that was clever. yeah because she's she's very uh i don't know she, she can she can definitely hide her uh you know her emotions or what she's actually thinking and you know a lot of these people do but yeah man yeah. the the force awakens is just it's just such a great movie and i yeah. just I don't. I hate it when people are like, "Oh, it's so much like a new hope," and then it's like, "Okay, like, fair." I, and then they give yeah. the last Jedi, and it's like, "Oh my god, why does this right. crap?" Right. Like, like to an like that whole like it's it's the same thing as a new hope. Like to an extent, I agree, but I'm not gonna say it's completely the same thing because here's the th- here's yeah, the ahead. thing. Like you have to like I understand there's gonna be similarities and they're kind of playing it safe, which is one of my issues with the movie. But I understand why they did that because a lot of people didn't like the prequel, so they had to prove to people that this is gonna be more like the original trilogy. You're not gonna have like all these weird CGI like creatures all over the place. There's not gonna be Gungans or anything or any Jar Jars and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that running around. Uh, so I understand why they did it the way that they did it. And I appreciate them for doing it that way. And I think that that was the right move to make to prove to people, hey, like, we're committed to making this similar to the original trilogy. There's also, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Raftar sequence either. I oh, think that they, that's uh, kinda... when, when they're uh, caught inside yeah. of, um, my God, uh, Han's yeah. ship. When he, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. What was the first time? Tell... You owe it to Kanji Club. I didn't say anything to Kanji Club. <laughs> so that's a Kanji Club. club. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like I, no, hold that on. Whole, <laughs> yeah, that whole sequence, I think, I think it's a good sequence. It just feels out of place in 
So that's kind of my other issue with The Force Awakens. But I mean, but again, like, I understand to an extent where people are coming from when they say it is like a new hope. I just see it as similarities rather than an actual. Yeah. Like, I think people go overboard with the whole, it's a remake of a new hope like thing. You know. Yeah, it's it's insane. Auto Devin, what uh what what about you? Sorry even <laughs> going on here. I, I just I just, yeah, I just hate how they say it's too much like a new hope and then the last Jedi is different than anything else, and they're like, Oh, it's too different now. Well, yeah. you can't have it both ways. <laughs> it's like, well, which is it? Do you want it the same or do you want it different? Like I, I, I just I just don't get it. And now and now there's like those people when I think it was the final trailer for the rise of skywalker came out and you saw them being chased by the stormtroopers on that vehicle in the desert everybody's like oh it's no return of the jedi now i'm like oh my god I, I just make, make up your mind can we cancel star wars fans yes no please. i i just because Devin and i have, have talked about this and you know people are like oh you know the ryan johnson ruined my ruined star wars for me or um you know the ryan johnson ruined my childhood i'm like and, De- and I think Devin put this in a really good way where it's like, you know, people are saying that it doesn't really seem like they've grown up themselves. And it seems that they're still children themselves when it's like, you that's, know. That's I mean, the perfect way of putting it. Yeah. And like, you know, I wasn't, I, I'm not entirely sure how everyone else feels about that because I've been thinking about like saying something like that on like Twitter. <laughs> but like. I feel like I get more backlash on Facebook, and I'm like, this, and it's from the same freaking think, two people. I think it's because you can say more on Facebook, and because you don't have a limited like yeah. character count. Yeah. But like, I oh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just can't imagine not liking a movie, and but, but then having that affect me in my life. For the next well, that's, yeah, not seeing that, knives yeah. out because Ryan Johnson, you know, yeah, and that's it's, like uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys have watched Jeremy Johns' review of Knives Out, but like, look, I, did. I, under- I yeah. understand. I understand he didn't like the movie, and that's totally fine. He's totally entitled to his opinion. But the way he came across in that video was just like, I don't like this because it's Ryan Johnson and he did yeah. the Last Jedi. That's kind of how he came across to me in that video. I was like, all right, I'm done with it because yeah. he's just like, because like even like even when he released his review for the Last Jedi, he was like, he's like, I don't really know what to think of it. He's like, I was underwhelmed by some stuff, and I was overwhelmed. He's like, and I was satisfied with some other stuff. And then he does this whole spoiler review. He's like, I give him a good time, no alcohol required. But he's like, still bitching about everything in that review. I kind of like stopped watching his videos. I his ego got too big for him. I hate how his production value has not improved. Like no. I understand it's kind of funny to look at, but. Come on, yeah, now. I know exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah, and I, I wish he was like one of those critics that was Stuckman, who went into more of like the yeah, filmmaking. Stuckman a lot. Yeah, because like, because like everybody who hates the Last Jedi is just like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm like, you can't deny how well made it is, like how well shot it is, like it's a very well directed movie. Like you don't like it, fine, but you had, you, there's no way you can't deny that like the technical aspects of the movie are like beyond in my opinion perfect yeah and i you yeah. know I, I yeah and i think this is a really good transition to go over to the last jedi so um, i came up with actually a pretty good comparison today because all right i'd, I'd say the mcu is, is kind of more my forte than star wars is mm. mm-hmm. so it, the comparison i had is if you hate the last jedi and have it affect your life for two straight years that's like mm-hmm. me not liking the first two thor movies because i didn't right and right. then hating hating the mcu and being right. mad about it for the next two years like 
Why, yeah. why would you do that? Well, like, why? yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like me. It's like, I didn't like, I didn't like, I don't really like the DC extended universe all that much. Like I liked Man of Steel when it first came out. Then I went sour on that movie. Hated Same. Batman versus, hated Batman versus Superman. And yeah. I, in my head, I was like, I was like, I don't trust anything they're going to do, but that's not going to stop me from going to see these movies. Like, yeah, I wanna you're not going to, you're not going to shitpost on other people's things saying how dumb right. they are for liking it. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll aggressively maybe state my opinion, but I'm not going to be like, no, you have to love this movie or you have to hate this movie. I'm never going to do that. Like, and that that's why I was like, even when like Justice League came out, like I had this preconceived notion that it was going to be bad. And then I was like, well, maybe this might be good. This happened the I was right. But like that didn't stop me from seeing Aquaman. Yeah, it, it did Shazam. not. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and also, Devin, really quick, uh, uh, Alex is not a big fan of Wonder Woman. Well, the uh, the previous Wonder Woman trailer. Uh, yes. And we actually it, talked about this on it, uh, the Cinemania World podcast today. It's it's the Man of Steel effect for me. I liked it when I saw it in theaters, but the more that I watch it, I don't like it. Yeah, I can see that because the ending like sours a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't really like the villain all that much, and it was just very. I mean, because we were talking about like the Wonder Woman eighty four trailer, and I I said it was like I'm not gonna lie, I I am one hundred percent more excited for Black Widow. I am um, too. Yeah, and because, you know, like, we had our because, hot takes over there, but yeah, because like even like I don't really like Thor: The Dark World all that much. Like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna flat out say it's a bad movie, but it's definitely like one of the weaker entries in the mcu but it's like even then like like stuff like that like makes me more like excited because it's part of this overall branching thing mm. it's like Guardi guardians of the galaxy 2 isn't as good as the first one in my opinion yeah and like but that's not gonna stop me from you know like being like oh like i'm no longer excited from these movies like i hope that yeah. they end no like even even like even if thor the dark world is my least favorite one like at the time, I was like, uh, that could have been a little bit better. But I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll see what they got for the for uh, whatever their next movie is. I think it was Winter Soldier after that. And I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. And every movie Very after good. that has been consistently good. Yeah. My, I, yeah. yeah. Me, me, me and Christian were joking about it. Like, all these Last Jedi haters, I, I wonder how many are not watching The Mandalorian and just missing out on all of that because they're so mad. Well, the, yeah, well, the ones that I are, think... they're still complaining because then... what well, was it, episode four? And they're like, how does that woman know how to shoot when she's lived in a village? And I'm like, you don't know her whole backstory. And it's and like, then, and then there's that whole argument now, too. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. There's that there's that whole argument, too, where it's like, where it's like, why are like all the heroes split up in The Last Jedi? Like. They're never like split up before in the in like the original trilogy. I'm like, did you not watch the Empire Strikes Back? I swear, people have selective memory when it comes. Yeah, like I'm like to I the original trilogy. I understand there's chunks in the Empire Strikes Back where all three of them are together, but for the most part, in like two thirds of that movie, they're separated from each other. Like Han's gone for the last third of the movie because yeah. he's frozen in carbonite. Like Luke's on Dagobah training with Yoda. God knows what the hell Leia's doing. I forget what she's even doing. Movie. <laughs> I don't think she's doing but it's anything. Like, yeah, but it's like, do people like do people forget about this shit? Yes, because and you know, I so we'll just go into the Last Jedi 
here really quick. Um, second installment of the trilogy, everybody who's listening, uh, received 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. I believe that is the critic score. I forgot what the yep. audience score was. Came it's, out like a, it's like a 43 or a 44. Yeah, yeah. It, has, it has a 7.1 on IMDb, despite a plethora of ones, twos, and threes. In the <laughs> it was, reviews. it was, uh, yeah, it was up it, there. It, it survived while. all it, of that. Yeah, it was, uh, still holding like strong. Yeah, it was up at like a 7.4 at one. Yeah, it, it it's crazy. It came out two years I after, think, so I I think I think eventually, like maybe like five years down the road, when all the dust has settled and we don't get Star Wars for a little bit, people are still I, gonna be bitching. <laughs> either, either that, or it's gonna kind of be like the Empire Strikes Back effect, because nobody liked the Empire Strikes Back when it came out either. Like, That's even like so the, true. The, act, the actors. Like what the actors are doing right now with the rise of Skywalker, where they're kind of like they're kind of like pushing Last Jedi off to the side, where they're like, yeah, like it didn't really like do anything for us, and it's like no like offense to Ryan and all that, but it's like we we feel like JJ's vision was more yeah, it feels like John Boyega. John Boyega has been really on that train, yeah. and Daisy like, Ridley but, as well. Yeah, yeah, but like the actors did the same thing for the Empire Strikes Back. Like Carrie Fisher was just like, yeah, I have no idea, like what george lucas was thinking with this movie but look at it now it's considered one of the greatest sequels of all time yeah that's a good point that's a very good point very very yeah i I think i think mark hamill even said something back in the day people like people just blow a lot of things out of proportion where it's like the whole thing where mark hamill like literally said to ryan johnson he's like i fundamentally disagree with your characterization of luke skywalker but it's your movie and i will make it work like and then he people took it back. Look, he took it back anyway. Yeah, he took it back. Yeah, he took it Everyone's back. Everyone's like, anyway. oh, you know, he, he was got paid to do that. I'm like, well, no, because, I mean, Mark Campbell's pretty well, you know, versed and well aware when it comes to, you know, um, social media. And he wouldn't say anything out of the way unless right. he, like, I mean, yeah, like, if you disagree with it at first, but it's like people act like people's opinions can't change and people's outlooks can't change. Right. It's like, oh, coming from Luke himself, it's like, okay, great. Yeah, he might have said that at first, but it's like he might have actually had a different outlook. I highly doubt that anyone's out here paying him to say, oh, yeah, you know, Ryan Johnson, this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, if he didn't like it, he just didn't like it. You don't see any of the Game of Thrones people getting quote unquote paid to say, oh, yeah, season eight was great. Some of them really liked it because it was really good for their characters. Some of them just didn't really care for it. But I mean, Amelia Clark is one of those people who really care for the franchise and you know we, we've heard her her situation and mm-hmm. her thoughts about saying you know she does she does feel like it's flattering people didn't like it and i and it's fine not to like something but to like truly hate something like the last jedi or it's like can you even call yourself a star wars fan because you're bringing so much toxicity to a fan base that you claim that you are a fan of and it's just yeah. like there's there's nothing wrong with the last Jedi my, and you know my opinion like I think it's a fine movie if if you don't like it that's totally fine but right. to go yeah. ahead and say that you know Star like uh, Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars it's just like it's so much of a stretch it's so it's because I feel like it's because too like there's a couple there's a couple of things too like people had all these preconceived like fan theories as to what was going to happen and then Ryan Johnson tossed those out the window. And ever anybody complained, Ryan Johnson, Kyle, I'll say this, he didn't handle it all too well at first. Yeah. Like, I know, um, I know if you Google it, uh, 
if you go to like Google Images and type Ryan Johnson, your Snoke theory sucks, there's like a picture of him holding up a sign saying your Snoke theory sucks or something. So there was like stuff like that where he didn't really handle it very graciously. But like at the same time, it's like Ryan Johnson made the movie he wanted to make. Like he, it's not him intentionally subverting expectations. And to me, it's him expanding the lore, like expanding the character of Luke Skywalker. Like I, I don't, I, I never understood the argument that Luke is out of character. I'm like, do you really want Luke to be the same character and in the same place he yeah, was in Return and of the Jedi? So, that's so boring because it's like, yes, we know Luke is this like, you know, this pure hero. He always does the right thing. But that also can be an issue because I don't want to see a character who's just gonna do the right thing all the time that is right. very predictable it's it's like it's like if Jon Snow ended up on the Iron Throne how many times right. did he say throughout the entire series that he didn't want to be uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch and then when right. he found out his true heritage he said I don't want to be king I don't want to rule anybody I I, I just don't want it he it, just don't want to be king <laughs> and um, it's I don't know um, Devin, another, like, sorry go ahead yeah, and then, like, sorry sorry to cut Devin off, but um, I was also going to say, too, like, and then people who are just like, oh, like, when it turns back on the Jedi like that, like, just not the Jedi way. Whenever I hear somebody say that's not the Jedi way when referring to Luke in that movie. What the fuck is the Jedi way? That's my whole argument. I'm like, do we even know the Jedi way? And and when people are like, well, he failed the Jedi Order, not how it works, I'm like, Think about what's happened in the entire saga. The <laughs> you je- know who else? The, je- <laughs> the Jedi in the entire prequel trilogy failed, failed Anakin. They failed Anakin. They failed themselves because they just sat around on their asses movies and did nothing. And then literally, and then yeah, nothing. and then it's like it's like it's like Anakin failed. He failed the Jedi Order. He turned to the dark side. Like, look at Luke in Empire Strikes Back. He fails Yoda. When Yoda tells him, mm, "You better not go to fight Vader. You must not train with me. You will." Mm-hmm. But then, like, <laughs> but then, but then, but then, Luke's hasty and disobeys him. So it's like Luke failed Yoda's teachings. Then, so it's like, what makes that different from what makes what happened in the Last Jedi different from any of those instances? That's that's the argument I I use. No, I, I totally agree, Devin. What well, what what about you? I think I think our initial takeaways from Last Jedi was that they were they were moving on from the past, which is definitely something that I know right. many of you Christian have wanted, right? Um, because the, these new characters they have are, are they're such great characters, and moving on to to their stories was something that we wanted them to focus on. They still found a way to be mad about it, despite yep. it being different every right. single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like it didn't it didn't end up exactly how they wanted it so they just have to hate it yeah so that's they... that's that's the thing with like massive like franchises like this that have fandoms like it's gonna be hugely toxic like sometimes i'm ashamed to be like a star wars fan like especially I, it, the it, uh it, kelly marie it, trans stuff yeah it put it puts me it puts me in a bad mood that was that. a really just, yeah that's a really good point too Devin. like oh yeah uh, yeah it is it is a very good point like, because especially with like going to like what Devin's going to like Devin's point where he's like, yeah, people are just like still mad about it because they can't like accept it or something. It's like, 
it's like people getting mad at like Kelly Marie Tran. It's like you don't have to accept the character as Rose. Like you don't have to like the character of Rose, but to take it out on the actress, she's like, an actress. Like what are you doing like she, with your life? Yeah, exactly. Like she's just doing like what she's told. She's re- she's reading her lines from the script. Like that's that's her job. Like it. Like hating the like calling out the actress because you hate the character. That's it's so childish and it's like the fact that people actually made her quit twitter yeah that's yeah, that so annoying and be- between that and the uh the guy who plays jar jar banks who almost you know took yeah, his own he, life yeah, yeah. That, that's way too far as well and it's it, yeah. it's it's insane it's like how, how how do you even call yourself a star wars fan and it's right. like, and i posted on facebook um, I think it was yesterday or today. I can't remember it, but it's like just because something is like the original doesn't mean that it's automatically better. Of right, anything was the original right. airplane. Yeah, I like, know this is this is completely you know a big stretch, but it's like that's like saying oh you know the original airplane was better than the ones we have today. Really? Because it, it just it just isn't always the case it just it just isn't and i hate it and i i really like how the last jedi just literally did away with the past because honestly i'm very tired of talking about luke leia and han they've had their time they've had their movies it is time to move on well yeah but we killed one of them all time to kill the other two well yeah and that's and that's the thing i think everybody was just like oh pass the torch and move on like I think everybody was just like when they heard they were coming back, they're gonna be the main characters again. But it's like no, no. like <laughs> you, you don't want these old wrinkly ass characters. I don't want these boomers. <laughs> Not the show. Like like, <laughs> like like would it have been awesome to see whip out that green lightsaber and kick some ass? Yes, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But you know what? He's an old man. We have to accept it. It, it also it also wouldn't have looked very good because he's not spry anymore. We, we literally would have gotten like the Robert De Niro version exactly. of Luke Skywalker yeah. babying, quote unquote, beating the crap out of Kylo. And it's like <laughs> Harrison Ford doesn't even like Han Solo. He prefers Indiana Jones anyway. So like, like, Han, like, like people are like mad about like Han Solo dying. I'm like, do you realize like Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo? He's been to begging die? for that. Yeah, yeah, he was literally <laughs> begging for that since like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he did not like the character at all. And then, you know, Han Solo got his own freaking movie as well. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh my God. The only reason why I saw that movie was for Amelia Clark, and that is it. That's it. What'd you, what do you guys think of that movie? Just kind of eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, just eh. It's, it actually yeah, I, is like I, the second to I, lowest for me. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think watching it, it's really fun, but then like you instantly forget about it. Yeah, pretty much same like, thing with Rogue One for me, and I know yeah. a lot of people oh. love Rogue One. Rogue One for me, I like, I loved it when I saw it, but then like I'm thinking about it now, really like it's kind of a slow movie up until you get to the Battle of Scarif. Yeah, I mean it, it's, it's a very tragic, uh, you know, movie, but I just it's just. I, I see Star Wars. I, I want to see lightsaber fights. I'm sorry, like that. But like, <laughs> but at the same time, I really do enjoy the Mandalorian. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, do I sound like a hypocrite? Absolutely. But it yeah. back then, I just didn't really care for Rogue One. 
But for yeah. whatever reason, I, I really like Mandalorian. We, we we get Baby Yoda or Toyotas, I like to call yeah. them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, there's, a, there's, there's another point I wanted to make, kind of like what both of you were saying with uh, shit. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, that's all good, man. That's what editing's for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to have a positive spin. I wanted to talk about like the most memorable scenes from The Last Jedi because I think. Sure. I think they have some of the best, most memorable scenes out of the whole franchise. Okay, yeah, yeah, we it's could definitely got, do that. Let's do that for Force anything, Awakens as well. Anything in, anything in the Red Room, just amazing. Oh, like, yeah. yeah the throne room with, like, um, Ray, Snoke, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, Any uh, that Praetorian guard fight, probably my favorite action scene exactly. in Star Wars. And then, like, and then people are complaining about that, too, because apparently there's, like, that one guard that, like his weapon disappears so it's like everybody's like oh he should have killed ray i'm like i honestly didn't even notice that until you brought that up because i was like what is he talking about i I, yeah i didn't i didn't notice that until like until maybe like a month ago and i was just like it's a little small detail (laughs) it's a copy it's a copy and paste error because those things are cgi like, yeah, it's a copy and it's a copy and paste there. Like it happened. But the fact that you noticed that a month ago and this thing came out what two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um... But 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 yeah, that is I, I gotta admit, that's that's a great scene. That's one of my that's my favorite scene in all of Star Wars. Um all through all 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 the films, like even even solo and rogue one. Like I think yeah. that's that's my favorite scene. Uh <clears throat> ever like i think that's one of the smartest scenes created too because it's just like it's that's kind of like the lightsaber fight of the uh, movie. yeah so we yeah we don't get a traditional lightsaber fight which i also love yeah we and don't it, that's I, right yeah and and i i really see that as like the substitute like even though they're not like fighting against each other they're fighting praetorian guards with lightsabers and it's got some of the best choreography some of the best visuals i'm like this is awesome i think the, that 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 was the moment where i was like this is the best star wars movie yeah the visual aesthetic is just so good and that's yeah, yeah i love it they, they, they definitely kick ass when it comes to that so for i think for uh the last jedi i think my favorite scene was when ray's um is on the island with um luke when she uh goes in she goes into like you know that that dark hole and she's trying to figure out she's like showing my parents like the whole mirror image like going eons and she's like i know this is leading somewhere and then it shows like a shroud of two people and they come together and it shows ray i think that was that that end when luke had you know passed um yeah. he like does a force projection projection he sees the two sons and you know it kind of symbolizes his uh, beginning and end of his journey and I, I thought that was a perfect send-off yeah that's why that's why i really love that it, it just comes full circle like this is how luke started this is how he ends it, it's it's interesting too that uh Ak-2 has like two sons like that too and yeah yeah and it's like how many planets have two suns then that kind of makes you think and then and then i love how i love i've always loved the expansion of force powers how we how we get to see how we get to see like luke use force projection um the force connection oh like yeah instead of just moving rocks quote unquote or moving things yeah yeah like snoke like snoke like connecting like ray and um uh, that was those are really great scenes too i loved it and like 
That's yeah. how we got thick Kylo. <laughs> thick uh, boy. I, I think I, I think I would have like people complain about those because they're like, we never seen those force powers before. I think I would have been Who cares? Exactly. I think I would have been less okay with those if they didn't make sense. Like the way they're the way they're presented on screen, they actually make sense. And it's like it's like another one like people complain about. The fact that you can now move matter from place to place with the force i'm like that's a brilliant idea like, yeah it's it's, like it's the, dumb to think that the force can only be like, used for one thing like yeah like i'm i'm cool with them expanding the mythology of the force mm-hmm. and introducing new force powers as long as they make sense and that's how i feel that those made but like but like people are just like, oh, you can't do force projection, you can't do force connection. I'm like, yeah, oh, and, you can't, yeah, you can't. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah. And it's, like, it's like it's like when Return of the Jedi came out and the Emperor shot lightning out of his fingers. Like we never saw that before. So like, yeah, we actually haven't really gotten that with this uh, with the sequel trilogy. I'm really hoping we get. Or may, may, maybe Thick Boy uh, Kylo will uh, pull out the... <laughs> it, the, the big guns? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, literally the big guns. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I, guess... I also love the uh, the final fight scene in the the snowy area where it turns red when he steps oh, on. Yeah, it's just yeah, so yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. The battle, of, the battle of Yeah, it's I like love... salt. I seriously thought Finn yeah, was going to die. Takes a, he takes a lick. Oh, it's salt. Yeah, rub uh, some salt on that wound, son. I've always, I've always loved that battle because it's not technically a battle; it's more of a diversion. Yeah, and that's that's what just makes it so much more powerful. I think too. Although it 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 does have that one stupid line where like Rose is like, "Yeah, like blah blah blah, something we love," and then she kisses Finn, and then something blows up in the background. I'm like, okay, that's a little cheesy. But and then I, can they li- don't even, I can live with it. Yeah, apparently they don't even get together. And right, well, I, from what we know, from what you know, what, what we've been told already, not like spoiler, but um, yeah, I mean, I, with for the Force Awakens, really quick, um, I wanted us to talk about our favorite moments from uh, scenes from that as well. But um, when because like they kind of push Ray and Finn together, and I was all for that because it 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 looked like they had a genuine. You know, attraction, or I guess you could say uh, connection with mm-hmm. each other. Because in they also kind of hints at in the Last Jedi, but then it's like, oh yeah, we're really good friends. I'm like, oh, man, I was really hoping for that because like they, yeah. they have great chemistry and it just. But at the same time, maybe it is that they should have their own separate love uh, interest instead of just, you know, doing the same thing as the original trilogy when it's just like a love triangle and, you know, yeah, like def- that. Definitely. I agree. Um, I think one of my other favorite scenes from The Last Jedi, when Luke goes to burn down the, uh, the Jedi tree and then Yoda pops up. Great. Does his little dance. Yeah, yeah, he's like, page turners, page turners, they are not. And and it's like everyone's like, yeah, you know, like all oh, the the Jedi is. I like how Luke's just like, it's time for the Jedi to end because obviously he senses the same, um, you know, power or fear within Kylo that he sensed in Darth Vader, and right. Darth Vader is the baddest mofo in the entire galaxy. And right. then he almost, you know, strikes him down like he almost kills his father in Return of the Jedi. But then he stops himself 
because it was mm-hmm. a fleeting thought. It just passed. It was a spur of the moment thing. He right. brutally freaking whacks the crap out out of Darth Vader and the last and, right. and Return of the Jedi. And then people were like, "Oh, that's outside of Luke's character. Why would he try to kill someone?" I'm like, "It's just it'll be so boring if he's just doing the right thing all the time." And like you're telling me, he has no worries, no no fleeting thoughts, not nothing. He's not afraid of anything. No like, dimensions. That's, that's what that's what I love about Luke. He's just there's so many dimensions to his character. Like he starts off as like this whiny brat who doesn't really know what he's doing. And, Who's gonna pick you know, some power converters? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna go to the Tashi station? Like he's he's quite like when Obi Wan like brings him on his journey. Like he's questioning everything about Obi Wan. Ben, Ben. Like, okay, I will say, how did he not know that Obi Wan can know? Ooh, ben Kenobi. Is that is that a, a relate? <laughs> yeah, but like, but he go, he goes from like in, he goes from like an inexperienced, like kind of like bratty, whiny farm boy to somebody in the Empire Strikes Back who still has those traits, but becomes a little bit more hasty and overconfident in himself, mm. and then Return of the Jedi becomes a full fledged Jedi to. The Last Jedi, where he becomes a Jedi Master, but feels like he has failed because he had that fleeting moment where he thought Kylo was going to take everything away from him. And so and he, he went did. on. No. But it, yeah. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it, but like, here's another argument to that whole thing. Like, if you're mad that if you think Luke Skywalker's out of character and you, you live by that, that's your stance, and you believe it's fact. It's like, don't blame The Last Jedi. Like, The Force Awakens set that entire storyline up when you think about it. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he went into hiding for some reason, and yeah, now we like know the Han, reason. Han, like, Han even says, he's like, it's like, went looking for the first Jedi temple to train a new generation of Jedi. Some, je- some, some apprentice took it all away from him or something. So now he's in exile. It's like, it's like, did you not, like, watch The Force Awakens? Like, they literally say that he's in exile because... He thinks he failed. Yeah. Like, so why is why is this a problem in Jedi? I I have no clue. Um. But yeah. <clears throat> um. So I wanted really quick. So what what were your favorite thoughts from Force Awakens? Really quick, because I know like we favorite. Have, or favorite I guess scenes? I guess like yeah, fa- favorite scenes. Uh, definitely the Millennium Falcon chase on um. Jakku. Uh, Jakku. I think that's my favorite action scene in that entire movie. Ooh. Um. I've always loved when she uses the. Uh, the Jedi mind trick on the Daniel Craig storm. Um, oh, that's right. That was him. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always, so always love that part. Um, the part that, the part that got me, that was like big wow moment in the theater was during the lightsaber fight. When Kylo's using the, to try and use the force to pull Anakin's lightsaber towards him. And it goes flying past him. And then you think when it goes the split second, it goes flying past him. You think Finn got up. But then, but then you just see the lightsaber land in her hand, and it's oh, it was it's pretty similar to Mjolnir in, in uh, Captain America. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, Devin, what uh, what about you? I think my, one of my favorites is kind of a smaller scene. It's when Finn goes up against that beefed up stormtrooper with the giant weapon. Traitor! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought that scene was so cool. Like just that. Yeah, that like feel like, like whipping around that. I don't know what the heck that thing was. Some kind of. Like half axe, a lightning <laughs> rod thing. I was like, Jesus, what are these weapons? Never yeah. seen these before. I also think Captain Phasma is kind of underrated because she's so badass. Yeah, Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, 
Three ahead of time. <laughs> no, yeah, especially she really that, was especially awesome. that battle they had in Last Jedi. She's just like so intimidating, it's so awesome. Yeah, yep, dude. She and right. she's she's like what a foot too taller than every other stormtrooper. I'm like, yeah. oh, and she's has this chrome armor. I'm like, oh my what up, chrome dome? Right, I'm like she means <laughs> business. I'm like, how do I get that? How do I get how do I get promoted to that? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always loved the. Uh, uh, one of my favorite characters, BB-8. I, I love how he's just a soccer ball with a head. Literally, um, yeah. But, but I mean, he, he he's great. Like he's funny. Like he's he's there for the. I love. I it's a small moment too. I've always loved that scene where like Ray's questioning what's his face Finn as to where the rev, uh, resistance oh, base is. And he's like he's like the Ilenian system. And he gives he gives BB-8 the thumbs up, and then BB-8 just lights the thing. And like, yeah, and like, yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> He's like, I got you, Droid. Please. <laughs> oh my god! So I think my favorite scene was definitely the uh, lightsaber uh, fight between Ray and Kylo. Um, mm-hmm. You know, go. You know, leading up to it going. Um, you know, her calling the lightsaber. And it was just. I mean, the the fact when. Even before when he when Kylo was facing um, Finn and he just yells out like traitor and just I don't you know he gets struck in like in his kind of like abdomen area and he's trying to like you know beef himself up and trying to like hold it in by yeah. hitting it and it was just it shows, so it shows great. how powerful he is because he's like wounded completely and right he's, still he's fueled by so much hate and then like when him and Ray just go at it it was just it was just beautiful and I absolutely right. I think it's probably if not my it's probably like my second favorite lightsaber fight because i love the one on, on the revenge of the sith it was just oh my god battle mustafar like all the lightsaber fights we got in that i was like this is just amazing absolutely love revenge of the right sith. But, oh yeah i gave I, I i'm really happy though i was I, I was like see this is what you have to be if you're a star wars fan like you can t- like i hate phantom menace and i totally hate attack of the clones i think and, a lot of people yeah yeah and, but like but like because i grew up with them like i can accept that they're star wars movies like yeah. i can accept that they're part of the universe when it comes to revenge of the sith i'm like this is a very underrated movie like, it is my favorite star wars movie there's there's not much wrong with that movie there's i mean you have hayden's bad acting mostly but that's like but even then that's mostly in like the last third of the movie like everything that's like wrong with that movie is like in the last third. Yeah, because especially or the last half of the movie. Yeah, and I, I honestly like the only thing that's just really weird. Like, uh, yeah, R two D two. Like, oh, you know, someone's got to create him, so let's make an Anakin. But it's like, what's the point of Anakin creating him if you're just gonna wipe his memory? If he's never yeah. going to remember who his original creator is, his his original maker. Right. <laughs> I'll think the maker, <laughs> but <laughs> but then you know towards the very end, I was actually watching um, Nerd Soup. It's like one of my favorite uh, podcasts and YouTube channels. Well, uh, they're also doing the Star their Star Wars uh, revisited um, series, and I think they also just finished with the Revenge of the Sith. And um, you know, towards the end, they're like, it, it would have been really cool if you know we see Anakin, you know put on the helmet of Darth Vader like the uh the first for the first time and then you hear him do like you know his iconic breathe and then the movie just ends 
because it's like the, the heroes lost and we know what happens you know after that and they were saying you know like you know we didn't really necessarily need the whole oh you know like after anakin becomes Darth vader it shows them building death star oh and it shows uh leia dying and you know the losing the will to live and then after that, we're also going to make sure that Obi-Wan, we're going to have a scene where, you know, they're splitting up Luke and Leia and taking um, Luke to his um, his next of kin. And it's like, mm -hmm. I felt like, and I totally agree with them when they were talking about that, where it's like, we didn't really need those extra shots. Because it would have been really cool, and I thought about it, like, that would have been awesome if, like, it just ended on, you know, him becoming Darth Vader, because we all knew it was going to happen, and then him just, like, rising and then doing, like, his first like uh, breath and then it just ends like boom right i think that would have right. been fantastic but you know him killing younglings and <laughs> Kill, killing younglings <laughs> but um yeah i i definitely um recommend you guys go check out their recap review of that because they, they they're they're they are definitely my my favorite podcast and my favorite youtube channel um mm -hmm. talk everything game of thrones everything pop culture pretty much but um i, I think nice. i like them a lot alex but um i guess uh was there anything else either uh devin or alex did you guys wanted to talk about um or do you guys uh before we wrap up um any or oh, i guess i guess really quick actually um let's talk about our um your, our hopes our predictions for oh, Rise yeah. of skywalker because i totally forgot about that i was like wait we were supposed to talk about something else so yeah uh, we, we can get to that uh here for a little bit um so i'm just like, i'm just pumped to see um ray finn and and poe all together at once yeah me too they keep showing that in the trailers and it just looks so cool yeah because they haven't yeah. really been together together i mean kind of together in force awakens but they really are the three main characters of this new trilogy right but uh, um yeah. i would i would say one of my hopes is that i hope kylo does not get redeemed. you hope he doesn't get redeemed right I, I think I think at this point, the way he's been portrayed in this uh, trilogy with these two movies, he's irredeemable. Like he goes from being somebody who idolizes Vader to letting the past go and having this realization in his mind that he can just take control of everything. And that's why he kills Snoke, because he's like, oh, now I can be the new Supreme Leader. So that's the tipping point for me where I'm like, this guy is irredeemable. He's just pure evil. So I hope he doesn't get redeemed at all. Right, and I and I'm hoping that well, because I mean, Anakin is my my favorite slash Darth Vader. That they're uh, my favorite characters in Star Wars. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm hoping, I'm really actually hoping we get some kind of sense of like Anakin or Darth Vader. I doubt that it's gonna happen. Force Ghost. Force. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden Christensen's coming. Hey. Back. This is where the fun begins. <laughs> it's like the first thing he says when he comes back. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like Ray's like talking to like all the uh, all the Jedi Force ghosts, and it's like it's like, but I need help. I need your help, and he just goes. This is where the fun begins. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, he, he, oh my god, one probably one of his best like one-liners from the entire free. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. But I'm I'm hoping that you know we, we were seeing like these dark visions of of Ray with that sweet like switchblade double uh, sided oh, lightsaber, yeah. swinging like, lightsaber. I think. 
because I mean, and I'm kind of with you, Alex. Um, I'm hoping maybe Kylo doesn't get redeemed, but they probably would switch sides because you know, yeah, there's been good versus evil. Um, but it's I just don't know. I I think it would be really cool if Ray fell to the dark. But there would need to be a really good reason for it because yeah. Daisy Ridley said in a interview that um, the ending is probably least controversial than Game of Thrones. But it's like, why are we comparing a high fantasy sci-fi um, space adventure to a you know high fantasy medieval esque? Either way, I'm either way. Why are we comparing a TV show to a movie? I just don't understand it whatsoever. Right, but because right. um, you know endings for TV shows and movies are totally, totally different. Um, but that that is one thing, and I and I really do want to. I really want to see the Knights of Ren. I really I want Me to see too. them take over. I, I want to see you know th- what uh, Rise of Skywalker is supposed to be around two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like I think it's I think it's like two hours and twenty two. Two twenty one is shows on IMDb. Okay. Yeah. I think Dev and I are seeing it Thursday nineteenth. Yeah. Dude, it's literally six, like almost I less got, than a week. Ah! Six PM. Six I got PM. A, I got an eight AM on. Eight AM. Wow. Ooh, there we go. Oh, they. I saw, I saw some gonna... like one AM and like four AM showings. I, I did like, too. What? I was thinking about getting a second ticket, but I remember there was yeah. other movies I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne's like, Dwayne's like, yeah, we're gonna go to the podcast garage after that. I'm like, dude, if there's another showing at like eleven thirty, I'm just gonna watch it. What's the podcast garage? <laughs> uh, it's like so. It's like kind of like a we like we do some episodes of the podcast. So it's like it's like this like studio in Boston. That like you can go and record, and then like they like they like record it for you, oh. and they like put up they like put it on a file. But like it's like this fancy smancy studio, you know? right? Getting that those like nice sure SM7B microphones, I'm sure. Yeah, like, we can, <laughs> we can, if we want people to come in when we're there, like we can put them in on Skype and stuff. So, oh, dude, pretty, that's really cool. Wow, it's pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty badass. That is pretty sweet. Wait, but um, I'm. I'm Sorry, I'm just like no. I'm just like yeah. No, I'm not going. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the rise of Skywalker at least five more times after. Well, yeah, that was, that, that, that was like Endgame. Like we saw it at like twelve thirty at night, and then like it was like three thirty by the time I got home. And I was Holy like, crap. you know what? I was like, you know what? There was a seven a.m. I could have went to the seven a.m. Wow. And then and then and then there was a there was a there was an eleven a.m. And I was like. I could have seen this movie three times in like 11 hours. Yeah. If I really wanted to. Yeah. That, that's what uh, pretty much me and Devin did for uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, he came down uh, to uh, Nashville for the, uh, we, uh, uh, sorry for the NFL draft. That that was the main reason why. And yeah, we, uh, we walked around, we were there for a while, weren't we? Yeah, um, and then it started raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, started running on the first day, and then uh, we were gonna go back downtown, and then Devin's like, "Can we just stay here and watch it?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it, it was so crazy. Like, th- there were people literally everywhere, and we went to the uh, when the Cavs won uh, the championship, we went downtown Cleveland, and um, I-, I don't think I've ever seen so many people a day in my life, but it was crazy. But we also saw, getting back to my point, um, we saw Avengers Endgame on, I think it was 
I think it was the Fr- day Friday morning. Friday morning and then Saturday morning or Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah, so we saw it twice um twice in one weekend because we saw it the first time in Dolby, because we're we're big Dolby mm-hmm. boys. Big, big Dolby boys. Yeah. And then we saw it in IMAX because um, you know, the Rooster Brothers is like, Oh, you gotta go see it in IMAX. I'm like, okay, fine, we'll see it in IMAX. I don't really like the, the seating in IMAX. I like Dolby ten times better. Um, you know, that's just my personal uh, preference. But we saw it once in Dolby, once in IMAX, because we wanted to get the IMAX posters. <laughs> yeah, that was a big reason why. And then we ended up getting all the posters, I think, the first viewing. But I was like, you still want to go see it again? He's like, well, uh, of course. He's like, we got to go see it again. So, yeah, it was. You know, we made sure all of our fluids were out of our bodies and what have you. And I was like, okay, let's. Nice. Because <laughs> I was very afraid I had to use the bathroom. I was like, I need to like <laughs> make sure everything's out of my system. I need to use the bathroom before oh, I leave yeah. the house. got to use the bathroom before we go into the movie theater. That's like, that's like, that's like me. Don't ever go to the movies with me because every five seconds I'm going to the bathroom to make sure I don't have to go during the movie. It's so scary too. And it's like, you just, you don't want to miss anything. So you're like, I know you got you got to go as many times as you can during the previews and you can yeah. get, get it all out of the way. Even if you don't have to go, you're just like, well, I better make sure I don't have to go just yeah. in case I do have to go. Pretty much. Wow, but Devin, did you have any uh, hopes and hopes and dreams, predictions for uh, the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I mentioned having the the main trio together and kind of furthering their story. Hopefully, mm. I think yeah. Finn, Finn kind of got Definitely. like Finn kind of got cast aside a little bit in in the Last Jedi. Kind of got mm. tossed around mm. back and forth. So I hope he gets kind of a strong ending. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I can see, I can see that argument. Apparently, he's supposed to have a new love interest from the posters, at least. The the third, no, the fourth black person in the galaxy. (laughs) There's four of them. They're very, very rare. (laughs) But it's like, hey, I mean, at least out there, there's no racism. So (laughs) it doesn't really seem like there is. So I think they're doing pretty good for themselves, honestly. I love the um, the Donald Glover SNL skit where he's dressed up as Lando. And he goes to a black Star Wars uh, back galaxy meeting, and there's just two people in the audience. <laughs> Such a good skit. Do you know? I've actually never seen that. I definitely have to check that out because that oh, sounds that's hysterical, great. and it's that so true. Great. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the black the back people of the galaxy convention, and then there's just <laughs> no one there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's good stuff. Oh, oh man, jeez! All right, uh, was uh, I guess now um, since we're getting uh, kind of we're actually making pretty good time here, but um, was there anything else you guys wanted to uh, cover here? Or any last comments, questions, concerns um, about Rise of Skywalker? Anything before we uh, um, wrap up here? One more week. One more week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. One more. One more week. I'm hyped. I just keep looking at my calendar. I'm like, I can't believe it's almost time. Like it's yeah. it's with the the end is nigh. It's it's almost here. And I'm I don't know if I'm ready for it or not, but I'm very, very excited for us. Skywalker. Very happy, happy to have JJ Abrams back um as the director. And I'm just I'm just excited to see where he's gonna lead with this. Mm-hmm. I hope Star Wars in the future chooses one direct uh director per 
trilogy instead of going back and forth, back and forth. Whether that be J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, they're somewhat completely different. Um, you know, I'm totally, Ooh, you know what? That would be <laughs> and like, that happen. Yeah, and honest, yeah, I, and. The, the big rumor is that John Favreau is going to take over at some point. Yeah. So okay. With... Well, isn't isn't Kevin Feige do uh, doing a Star Wars I, movie too? Yeah. He I don't is. know if he'll, he'll be directing, though. He'll definitely produce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I know he's pretty much the head head honcho now at everything Marvel um, over at Disney. So he's he's got that nice sweet little promotion, and yeah, hopefully they'll have. Um, They'll, they'll just continue on. I think we're they are taking a bit of a break uh, between Rise of Skywalker and the uh, next coming up trilogy. I think it's it like three, four years or something. Good. Like that. I think I think they should anyway. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, obviously, we're not going to start receiving Star Wars content, but for the movies, I think yeah, I, I think they need to go on at least at least a five year break. Me too. Something like that. Just, that's, that's the beauty of Disney Plus. We still get our fix, and they can wait a little bit for the movies. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally down for more smaller scale Star Wars stories. Um, you know, totally fine with me there. But I believe that that's going to wrap it up here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone, uh, thank you both for coming on, uh, Devin and Alex. And really quick, uh, just wanted to get uh, let everyone know where they can find you on the internet, Alex. Uh, you can find me at alexmattinmovies.mystrikingly.com. That's my official website. Um, all my social media links are there at the bottom of that site. So you can click on any of those links. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Insta. I'm working on getting Stardust and Letterboxd on there as well. So that's where you can find me. All right. And um, Devin, if you so choose. <laughs> if <you will>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any social media to promote, but I'm just going to say let people enjoy things. That's just there you the go. Put out there. Yeah. There you go. I, li- I like that mentality. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great message that everyone needs to, you know, stop even, talking. Even if you do have a Bentley and you think you're better because of it. Oh, Christian, yeah. That's Christian r- has a little story. Oh, there. my gosh, dude. <laughs> you know, it was, I swear, people on Facebook are just wow. I was talking to someone about Disney. This guy was talking about, like, he was trying to make the argument that why are people paying for Disney Plus when you can watch all their content online for free? And I was like, well, I mean, you're paying for a service, and, you know, it's it's good quality. It's not just, like, it's crappy quality or anything like that. Right. And he's just like, oh, well, it, it somehow got you him bragging that he has a bentley and i was like what does that have to do i, I, with I couldn't i couldn't believe what i was reading and I, <laughs> that's it? not a, that's not a real person there's no what way is, no it's definitely a real i have person. no it, it was it was like a friend of a friend on facebook and i just i i i have no clue what was going on it's just i always get this flag on facebook and it's your, your facebook's face- just a, your facebook's a cesspool at this point it really is it, like it. in i i posted about greta uh Thurm, uh thumberg uh getting person of the year and then there was yeah, like, I, I, I reported his ass there was one of my own fraternity brothers who granted no one really liked him in the chapter anyway but like he was just he's like oh he's he's, he's, he's like i hate greta thunberg i just want to punch her in the face i'm like are you really mad at what is she 12 13 
maybe 15 at the most. I think she's like 13 years old. I'm like, you're you're that mad at a 13-year-old that you want to punch her in the face because she's trying to talk about, you know, issues going on in our country and climate change and all that. It was just crazy. So yeah, Devin reported him and and one of my other friends had commented, he's like, he's like, what happened to your your friend's uh, comments? I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't really pay attention to it. And then, you know, Facebook <laughs> took him down. They took it down. And I, every time I comment, I say something on Twitter. Like, I always make fun of people for liking Hufflepuff. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I'm a Slytherin. But obviously, I don't hate Hufflepuffs. But I think it's just really funny every single time I make fun of Hufflepuffs. All my friends come out and they're like, "Hey, I'm a Hufflepuff," and you know, you're you're just you're just jealous. I'm like, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Slytherin through and through. And let's not forget that it was a Slytherin that saved the Wizarding World. But that's a discussion for another time. Um, you can follow um, us over at um, at Film Optics. Um, Optics is spelled O P T I X. Over on Twitter and Instagram, and don't forget that we are also doing a giveaway. For the Rise of the Planet of the Apes trilogy, uh, digital code, three movies, one lucky winner. It is posted on a pin tweet over on our Twitter page. Um, so make sure to uh, go over there if you want to enter for that giveaway. And I believe, um, you know, besides Star Wars coming out, because that's what we've been talking about here for like an hour and a half, um, I believe Devin and I will be reviewing Jumanji uh, Next Level coming out this weekend oh god <laughs> i know alex has already seen it because you know where, where he lives they just they're, i swear every single time on on cinemania it's like all years yeah i got this early screening for this and this i'm like how like this <laughs> net this barely happens where i live because i mean i'm part of like our um our film there's like a film member for like our film festival here in town but there's also a music critic association which i'm trying very hard to become a part of i meet all the requirements besides one i'm trying to change that but sometimes i do get early screeners but they're very far and few in between so if it's not from amc it's definitely from um my film membership um that i'm a part of but with you guys you're like oh yeah we have early screenings on like tuesday i'm like tuesday <laughs> i swear Devin, they got it good over there they got it good on the east coast i swear i mean technically we're all on the east coast but they're closer to the east coast than we are as of now I, i'm i'm as midwest as possible yeah yeah i'm a little farther where, south <laughs> where are you guys again I am in uh, Tennessee. Nashville. I'm in area. Chicago okay. currently. Yeah, he's in. Uh, okay. China. We're we're both from the Cleveland area, so we went to high school okay. together, grew up. So gotcha. yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> so yeah, we've been best buds since high school. Lots of a uh, few people along the way, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. That's life, honestly. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think that does include here again. Thank you guys for coming on, and uh, we will see everyone in the next one.